We are Coming In Hot, the podcast. Welcome to Coming In Hot. Thank you live from Airplay Beats for the intro music. We are recording live from Darling New Media Studios in Midtown Sack. So before we get started here, I want to thank everybody for the lovely comments that Nash and Proper got for opening our new location in Elk Grove, Laguna West. So everybody out there that's heard, we are opening our new Nash and Proper restaurant, Laguna West, coming this summer. So be out there looking. If you're in the Elk Grove area, east or west side of Elk Grove, please come check us out. I know you guys got funk out there, but come out, have some delicious hot chicken sandwiches and a lot more on uh, our menu out in Elk Grove location. We are super excited to be opening up in Elk Grove, one of the places, one probably the top of our list. Even before we opened up downtown, we've been looking in Elk Grove for about two and a half years now. So along with that, um, this is a new part of coming in hot. I want you guys to meet the crew behind Nash and proper. So this will be coming. I say maybe every month and a half, every two months, we're going to have a different crew member of the proper crew coming in, telling their story and coming in hot. So today's guest is a very, very special man. He is my business partner. If you guys are looking at anything social media, this is the guy. This is Jake Bombard, co-owner of Nash Improper. What up, Jake? Hey, that's, a, that's your thing. Yeah, this is how we doing it, coming in hot, Jake. Hey. We coming hey, in I'm hot, baby. <laughs> I just need you to follow me around. Like, just introduce you to everybody. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Jake is for coming. Sure. Thanks for having me on. Oh, of course, um, man. And this this wouldn't be a meet the crew if everybody didn't meet Jake Bombard. Um one one half of you know of of Nash and Proper. Um so a little background about me and Jake. We met uh 07, 08, uh at Crush twenty nine in Roseville. Um uh for the first I don't know, man. Maybe first few months we really didn't cross paths. Um, I was a nighttime uh, supervisor at the time, and if anybody knows about pastries, they come in pretty early just so they could get um, everything you know ready for the day. Um, all the stuff that's cooled overnight, they got a pool. Um, all you pastry chefs or any other chef with 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 any kind of knowledge about the the. Uh, restaurant industry knows this, but uh, me and Jake didn't cross paths. Um, and then he became uh, more of the the head pastry chef at Crush 29. 
Then he ended up, um, you know, doing some cross training. So he was there at night and, um, we, 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 we hooked up and we, you know, been kind of inseparable, um, for, for a long time now. Um, if you guys remember Cecil's taste food truck, he was my truck manager. And, uh, now we're, we're business partners, um, with Nash and proper. So, um, I just want to get 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 started and kind of get a little bit of background. Uh, I I kind of know your full background, but when when we're at Meet the Crew, I really want you um, you know, tell everybody, you know, where you're from, how you got started in the culinary game and um, you know, like what what you're doing in uh Nash and Proper right now. So the floor is yours, Jake. For sure, for sure. So I would take it all all the way back to uh, little Jake. You know, I was, you know, <laughs> I cook cook family here and there. You know, it's it's something that I I really enjoyed doing, and so, you know, I couldn't see myself going down any other path. Um, I decided to go to culinary school. Went to CCA. That's something you. Mm-hmm. When did you graduate uh, from CCA? was at 04. All right. So, so I was a year after you. Um, you're about a year after me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, super green, never been in a kitchen, never, never cooked professionally ever, but I just decided it's something that, you know, I could see myself doing. Um, there was all kinds of uh, commercials running on TV at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be a chef. Oh, yeah. You could be a sous chef. Yeah, you know? with the yacht, a, the yacht and the ship career. behind you. Yeah, I remember those commercials. <laughs> <laughs> they got me, for sure. I was like, oh, I could be a sous chef. I could be an exec chef. Yeah, yep. let's do this. Uh-huh. And so, you know, sign those papers, give them that big old money. And I was off to San Francisco. Let, let me back um, you up for right here because let me let, hold on a second. So for people that didn't just pick that up, Jake been making a lot of money for a long time because little old people like me, we got to get student loans. Jake paid for it in one swoop. <laughs> That's how long you've been making money for, guys. <laughs> and that was all the money. It went from my account to their account, and then after that, it's nothing but zero. Because you sure ain't out of there a, a sous chef or salary position. It back you up with eight dollars an hour after that if you're lucky. All right, <laughs> For sure. Continue, man. Continue. <laughs> so you know, moving from SAC to to San Francisco was its own own thing, you know, like I've never been in an urban area that heavy, lived mm-hmm. into in lived in the city. Mm-hmm. Um it was just full of like new experiences and you know a lot a lot of dirty people. I mean I lived in the Tenderloin. You we both lived in the Tenderloin, yep. you know? Mm-hmm. You you don't know what it's like until you live down there and you're constantly, you know, walking through just like puddles of people that are just like strung out on the streets. Yeah. You know, I, I remember I seen this lady, she just got spit on. She was walking down the street. <laughs> she got spit on by some dude. It was, this is filthy. Yeah. So that, that was like definitely an eye opening experience mm-hmm. to be in that. Um, you know, I did my time there. 
graduated. I just barely made it. Like, I wasn't super, super enthusiastic. I missed as many days as I could when I was going to school. You know, I was out doing other things. Yep. Um, but graduated and then decided to do my externship uh, down in San Diego. Okay. Um, did did you did you work or San Diego? Did you work um, when you're in San Francisco? I don't even know if I ever asked you. Did were you working or were you just uh, going to school and uh, partying a little bit? Um, I was still Starbucks. So my background before culinary school was Starbucks. So mm-hmm. I worked. I worked my crew. I picked up a position out there at the uh, the gates of Chinatown. There's a there's a, a Starbucks right there. So, my, you know, I would, I would pick up shifts there about four times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, probably should have got a kitchen job. That way it would have been made more sense. But, you know, I was still, still into the Starbucks they, life. They wouldn't have paid um, you. They, you know, like you, you, you went the route good. where you needed money. Um, yeah, quick, quick mm-hmm. sidebar. I never knew what a side stage was until I, I was working at Aqua. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was like maybe the second or third day I was there. And the the chef, he hired me as, you know, a stage. And I'm like, hey, whatever, you know, cool. I, you know, I'll do that, you know, because, you know, it was probably the top restaurant in San Francisco stage. at the time. It's stage when you read it. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> I, yeah, he's like, stage, yeah, whatever. So I go in there, and it's probably the second or third day <laughs> I'm there. I'm, I'm working with one of the line cooks and I look to him and I'm like, Hey, when do we, um, when do we get paid around here? And he said, um, he was like, aren't you on a stage? And I was like, yeah, I'm on a stage. I, you know, I was like, what does that mean? By the way, he's like, that means you don't get paid. So I, I took a cigarette break. So I, I planned it out. I put my knife bag next to the back door where everybody goes out and smokes cigarettes I was like, hey, chef, I'm about to go, you know, smoke a cigarette. I'll be right back. Grab my <laughs> grab my knife back. Never came back. So that's good <laughs> that you didn't look because that's what you would have been doing. You're green. You don't have any experience. You would have been over there peeling potatoes or turning vegetables or whatever. So you needed money. So you went to Starbucks. You already knew what Starbucks was. You already mm-hmm. been familiar with Starbucks. So you, you're going for your externship. Do you know people down in San Diego or Hawaii? Is that, or was it just like, these are the two places I want to go? I wanted to learn how to, I was, I need to go somewhere with the ocean. Okay. Um, I didn't know anywhere. I didn't know anybody, but the exec chef from San Diego, from La Jolla, he came up at a, at a hiring fair. So mm. met him. He seemed like a cool guy, you know, and then we set it up so that I could fly down there and, you know, like do a stage, mm-hmm. see, see what it's like, you know, see, see how we run and see how I work. And, you know, it, it felt comfortable. It felt like a good move. You know, there was no like red flags. I was like, this is a nice kitchen. Everybody's here to work. Like I could see myself doing this. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I wanted to go do Hawaii, but it cost a thousand dollars to ship a car. And I remember that being a big barrier. I was like, I can't, I can't, this is, this, that was the defining moment between the two. And so 
we chose we chose San Diego. <laughs> yeah, now on that Starbucks hourly rate, you ain't shipping that car. A thousand dollars, hold me back from from doing all that. But uh, hindsight's twenty twenty. Maybe when I'm when I retire, then then we'll, we'll end up in Hawaii one of these days. There you go. I don't know if it, it might cost a little bit more now. I don't know if it's a thousand bucks anymore. <laughs> All right, so you you choose Roy's because you know you're um, you know you just feel the vibe down there. It's a good vibe. Uh, you 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 know you're vibing with everybody that you're working with. Is there is there any stumbling blocks, or was it just like you know you 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 know fish the water kind of thing? Like how how was it like because. I knew when I first started in, you know, at Moxie restaurant down here in Midtown, um, I just got through right in. It wasn't no, you know, training. They, they'll show you how to do shit once and that's it. You know, if you don't mm. get it after that, you're going to get a pan thrown at your head. You might get a, a plate, you know, thrown at you. Um, like how, how was it as being green going to Roy's, which is, you know, all around the country, um, you know, but they're pumping, you know, like uh, I, I recently went to the one in San Francisco and, you know, they're busy. So how was it coming from culinary school where you're really not getting that much um, experience being on the cook line? Um, how was the transfer from CCA to Roy's in San Diego? They start you out. In pastry, so that's where my pastry background comes. It's hard. I mean, pastry is precise, but you know, there's a little bit of room for like if you're green. You know, that's a good place for somebody to start. Mm-hmm. You know, you you start building your recipes. You know, you 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 have a formula to go on, and the timing isn't as crazy as being a line cook. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit more, you know, wiggle room. I, I guess you should say. So it's a good place for me to start, mm-hmm. and started um, doing. Uh, parties as well so mm-hmm. all the big banquets you're building the salads for that mm-hmm. you're doing the prep for those salads so you're working on your knife skills you know you're building the dressings from scratch you know it's nothing it's, it's nothing difficult you know mm-hmm. and it, it's just a good place for you know you to start yeah and i felt like it was a good a good place um you know, I would mess up on a couple salads or my, my, my knife cuts wouldn't be to spec and they just make you throw everything out, mm-hmm. start over. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was like, oh, shit, okay, like, yeah, I can't real. do that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember one day I have all my, um, all my plates laid out on a folding table and it fell through the grates on, like, the, the floor. Wow, and all the salads... Tink, 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 all onto the floor. All the plates broke. All the salads broke. Oh, man. I was like, shit, you know, like, that was my, like, red face <laughs> moment for sure. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a mentor down there. His name was Apoli. Mm-hmm. Um, he came to me. He was, like, an island guy, you know, very – he was from Kauai. And he just took his side one day. He was like, look, you got to get your shit together, you know. you're. I don't think – none of it was terrible, but he's like – you know, you, you got to get that wake-up call every now and then. Be like, hey, you know, start paying more attention to this, this and that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but he always, you know, it, it came from a good place. He w- he wanted me to do well. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I felt like that. 
And, you know, other than that, I, you know, I got started getting more comfortable, started working in different, different stations, mm-hmm. you know, like I could work pantry on a, on a busy night. Mm-hmm. Um, and back then their pantry was crazy. Like there's a lot, a lot of apps and a lot of, um, salads and stuff coming off of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and working the dessert station on my own. It's a trainer, that one. So you get all the uh, new execs and the new Sue's mm-hmm. coming in from all, all around the country and you're training them how to do it. Oh, wow. Um, I would say one thing that I noticed that I wanted to say was, you know, I would see my the, all the other cooks. They would come in early, and I was like, "What are these guys doing?" You know, they're off the clock. But that that culture they had down there of trying to, you know, make yourself better, learn mm-hmm. your station when you're not working. Yeah, and you know, I started paying attention to that. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, that's you know, it's yeah, you're, you're giving up your time, but you're investing in yourself. Yeah. You know, every every station that you work, you get an extra dollar down there. Mm. So, okay, you know, I want to push myself so mm-hmm. I can I can move up the ranks. Mm-hmm. And so that was that was something that you know kind of taught me a little bit my work ethic ethic and you know how I could better myself because the the cooks are more than willing to teach you what they know. Yeah, you know, it's a very good culture to be in, and I'm super thankful that. I was I was brought up in that restaurant because, you know, all the cooks were there to be chefs. Mm-hmm. They weren't just there like because they didn't have anything else going on. They weren't like uh, you know a roofer or a a plunger, and this was like their their you know they their side job. This was yeah. what they were meant to be, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm super thankful that I was I was brought up, you know within that culture yeah and that's a great culture to be in especially starting out because you know you don't you don't get that um too many places where people are open and you know show you the ropes um you know some people they always think that you're out to get their job which you know most of the time you are but you know you you start to build these relationships also where you're you're just trying to you know all right, what what can we do together down the road? And that kind of seems like um, something that, you know, that Roy's was doing where you're going to have this relationship with these cooks and with these different, you know, chefs that you meet where I'm, I'm sure there's a couple people from Roy's where you can call right now and just chop it up with, you know, because there's, mm-hmm. there's not, there's not too many places like that. There's not too many, you know, uh, kitchens where, you know, you see, I, I haven't been in, you know, a fine dining kitchen for a long, long time, but, you know, um, I was that guy that came in, you know, I'll wake up, you know, nine in the morning, shifts at four, but I'll be there at noon, you know, getting everything ready. And that is a lost art um, in kitchens nowadays. You know, you get people coming in maybe five minutes early and, you know, are people coming in, you know, right at the time they're supposed to clock in and still getting dressed, got to put their stuff away, you know. Well, they clock in first, then they do all this bullshit. You know? <laughs> and that's, you know, it's a lost art because we came, I came up in, you know, the same era that you did. And, you know, I think I, I was in the kitchen before I went to culinary school, but um, that was just something that was ingrained in me, you know, like, um, 
you know, with the aqua thing, like I needed to get paid. Like I, I was 25 years old living in San Francisco. I didn't have moms and pops to, you know, send me money or anything like that anymore. I was out on my own for, you know, few years at that point there's no hey mom can you send me a care package you know she'd be like you better go get a job motherfucker you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so so <laughs> well so we're we're at Roy's so what what gets you out of Roy's because it seems like you're having a great time um are what what makes you say Hey, I, I've been here long enough. Where's my? What was your next move after Roy's, and why did you leave Roy's? You know, we just we, um, my wife and I, Susan, she she moved down there with me. Mm-hmm. Um, we just decided it was it was time to come home. Like we missed all my friends came down to visit, and I just missed that com- my my homies. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I had my 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 chef friends down there, and you know, we all had a good time. But it just never felt like, you know, if shit hits the fan, somebody got my back. Mm. You know, we're cordial. We have a good time. We party. But, you know, just having those people known, you know, for pretty much the majority of your life, you know, you miss them and you miss you miss your family. You know, like it's a big deal to, you know, miss Thanksgiving or miss Christmas. You know, it's. It's, it's a flight, but you know, you can't you get the time off to go, you know, it's it, just missed it all around. Um, those connections with, with the people that, you know, matter most, I guess. Mm. Right. I so hear you. We made the decision to, to fly back up here um, mm-hmm. or move back up here. And, you know, I, uh, my first, I went, once we got, we got into town, I was like firehouse. Firehouse is the number one um, restaurant in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's, it's that fine dining restaurant. Mm-hmm. Put in my application over there. And, you know, I was out the door and my phone rings. You know, yeah. Hey, you want a position? You know, we'd like to bring you in for a second interview. All right. Like, oh, shit. Like, second interview. Um, you know, I go back in. You know, I, I take a job there as a pantry cook. You know, it's a little bit below my, um, by then, you know, I thought, you know, I should have a, a, a better job or something in pastry. But, you know, I, I took the job mm-hmm. and, you know, started working there and, and, you know, it wasn't exactly, you know, the same, um, you know, I guess culture or kitchen culture that I've been used to in San Diego, you know, like. A lot of burnout, a lot of like random people, a lot of riffraff, mm-hmm. you know, people just, just trying to make it by, you know, and it was just like, I was blown away. I was blindsided by the situation. You know, like, handle this. <laughs> <laughs> You're, yeah, this is a regular kitchen, right? <laughs> yeah, this is like you know, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, Roy's, Roy's had you over there thinking, oh, everything gonna be nice and clean and, you know, everybody got their teeth in their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you stepped into a real, culinary professional kitchen. <laughs> that was a reality check right there. Oh, uh, you you thought that was going to be your life. This is your life, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So I don't know what what you know what other fine dining restaurants you know in SAC at that time were looking like, but that, that was my reality was being at, at Firehouse, and I was like, man, like I gotta keep it here for at least a year so that I can get it on my resume, mm-hmm. set down some roots. You know, I didn't I didn't super love it, but you know I may do. Um, I worked for Chef Deneb. You know, I I love that guy. You know, shout out to Neb. Hey, Chef Deneb, you know, and, you know, just watch how he ran a kitchen and, and, you know, everything he put into that place, you know, it definitely rubbed off on me for sure. And, and, you know, how organized he kept his, you know, recipes and his food costs. You know, I, I was like, that opened my eye. I was like, oh, this is a good chef to work for. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but the rest of it was, you know, a little, a little off. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I never worked in a union house either, so mm. it's, it's union, and there'd just be like random new people working there. Yeah, and I didn't realize I had to apply for positions mm. in order to get. So like, I wanted to be a pastry prep, or you know, potentially be the pastry chef, mm-hmm. but I didn't know I had to apply. No one like really sat me down. Was like, look, this is what you got to do. <laughs> So it was just like random people would be, and now I work for you. Like it, it was just weird. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of characters coming and going. Mm-hmm. All right, so you you finish up with where you where you you're still working at Firehouse when you came to Crush, right? Yeah, I was I was doing uh, two jobs. I pretty much always had two jobs. When mm-hmm. I was at Roy's, I was doing um um a bed and breakfast cooking breakfast there mm. um and then came came up here and was like oh you know my 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 boy he was like you gotta go work at crush 29 i tried to go there they don't allow people that wear hats there's a no hat <laughs> hot policy there they didn't let him in because he was wearing a hat yeah. and he was like it's a nice place you should go go check it out mm-hmm. so I was like, oh, let me go see what this is all about and you know it it worked. It fit the bill. Like I was like, this is a cool, cool position. I could, you know, come in and, you know, do pastries when I'm not at firehouse. I like playing the two against each other so that, you know, I always have a, have a backup plan, you know, maybe firehouse isn't, isn't going the way I could go. I could go to crush 29 and mm-hmm. get some more hours there, you know? Yeah. Um, but you know, that's where I kind of started doing pastry, you know, and it was all on me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like the 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 menu was pretty much set, and but then once you know some chefs came and gone, I was and and you know you started taking the lead, you know I was able to make my own menu, come up mm-hmm. with my own desserts and my own specials, and you know that was that was a pretty special time for for myself, you know, mm-hmm. and, and growing professionally. You know, I was able to see, you know, how well my dishes did for the, for, that was like the first time where it really clicked, where I was like, oh, okay, you know, like, I I can be a pastry chef, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and uh, you definitely uh, did your thing out there. We're, we're, we're running, we're running fast, but uh, <laughs> we got shit done at the same time, um, you know, and it, it was great to see you grow. I, I never knew because when 
Uh, Irie brought you in. He was like, oh, this guy's from the firehouse, like, you know, pastry chef. And I was like, oh, cool, you know, because at that point, I think we were just kind of, you know, like shoehorning people into these positions. And, you know, like we had an opening uh, pastry chef. Um, and then uh, it, his name was Will. Uh, shout out to Will if you're out there. Um, and then I forget the gal's name, Heather. Um, yeah, I think she was kind of self-taught, but her and Will were working together. But when Will got let go, she took over, but she was just a hot mess. Like absolute, like come in in the morning, she'd be over there crying. And <laughs> it's like, how we, we got tears on our buns, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and then, and then, you know, I was like, Oh, we got this guy from firehouse, but he picked it up. I never knew that you, you were that green with pastries back then until, you know, we got to chopping it up and kind of, I was just like, so where did pastries come? And you're like, Oh, I, I did it at Roy's as a, you know, an intern, uh, you, you picked it, you picked it up. Shit. Like there's something that a lot of people can't do, especially, especially in pastry where it's just so scientific. Um, you know, what I do, you know, is just taste, adjust, taste, adjust, you know, but you know, the pastry, the pastry side just was never my, my cup of tea. But, um, Go I ahead. thrive in that situation, you know, like <laughs> you give me exactly what you want and yeah. it's going to be done. Like oh. I don't, I don't have to like, Oh, I know. You know <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You give you a blueprint. You're going to get that shit done. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So we could, we could go on and on about crush 29, but, uh, we got to get to, um, you know, uh, okay, we, oh man, we gotta have a round table on that one. We could bring in a few people for that. Uh, so <laughs> we we gonna skip the rest of Crest Twenty Nine. If you guys want to know what happened to Crest Twenty Nine, Google that bitch. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I watched it. We both watched it go down. Hey, I, sure. hey, I, I got put in jail. So. You know, like, I was gone. You know what I mean? And, and you and Daryl and oh man, you guys went down with that damn ship for sure. Uh, I was over there. I was guy with the with the violin on the Titanic over there, just waiting for it to sing. He still owe me money. Hey, so shout out. Baby. Oh, <laughs> shout out, babe. Shout out, babe. Um, so we're, we're, we're done with crush 29. Um, I give you a call asking where you are. You're working at Intel out, out of all these, not in the kitchen. You're just working at Intel. I'm like, Jake, mm-hmm. I need you, you know, Hop on Superman's cape. Let's get, let's go. Um, we do we do crush twenty nine for a couple years. You're uh, again looking elsewhere. You know, um, crepe yogurt shop, coffee shop. You're all over the place. I look at mm-hmm. you one day. We're we're doing these sandwiches out of UC Davis. I'm like, dude, this is a concept. This goes on for a couple months. 
um, we, I'm like, Hey, let's, Mm -hmm. you're, we're doing a, um, catering for your wife's employees. I'm like, let me put this Mm -hmm. chicken sandwich out or this chicken. It was this hot chicken at the time. Um, serve it with some pickles on a, Mm -hmm. a, a white bread. First time, you know, we ate the Nash and proper hot chicken. Uh, we've had KFC before. We both thought it was disgusting. We eat this hot chicken that um, the recipe that I came up with, we both look at each other. This is it. You know? That was the aha moment. It was the aha moment. Um, what, what was... So... Why did you say let's do it after, you know, there was a couple months of kind of pinching and prodding you. What was the final, like, okay, let's try it. I think it just, you know, like tasting that and, and realizing, you know, how important that was that bite. I, I just probably both your and I's both, you know, moment of like, that's probably the best bite of a life changing bite. Mm-hmm. If there is one, you know? Yeah. And I think, I think we both, it just clicked, you know, but it was, it was time to, it was time to do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with, I don't, that was, so that was Christmas Eve ish Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we started talking about, you know, how we could, you know, put this, put this idea to, to, to work, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, like what we started right around June. Yeah. So that first R street. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause we're still, you know, no, um, the recipe wasn't finished by, by a long shot, but we we're still serving this right. chicken sandwich on uh Cecil's taste because, mm-hmm. you know, we're, I, I think we're heavy in UC Davis, heavy in UC Merced, and we're mm. man, that was a good summer. <laughs> that was grinding over there. That was a good <laughs> summer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so There's lines of people. Oh man, yeah, that that was good. You know, two times a week at least. You know, just making. This these these lines of hundreds of people, just a one of the craziest times on a food truck ever. Um, serving that many people in, you know, these short days or these, you know, two days. Um, I, I believe we're doing over, you know, four or five hundred people a day, you know, it was it was crazy. Um so <clears throat> Nash and Proper, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, we like I said in the beginning, uh, Jake, I always call him a, a renaissance man because he knows a little bit about everything. And he's, he, he teaches himself. He, you know, like, uh, the social media, how, why did you come to me? And you're like, Hey, you know, you got the food. I want to, and you straight up told me you're like, I want to do this social media from scratch. And I was like, you go right ahead. so what what was your thinking behind it uh the social media game at that time and 
Um, what what are you what are you thinking about um, you know social media today? Well, let's see. At that time, you know, I I was I was even incorporated as a brand. Like I told you, I wanted to build a brand, mm-hmm. and I want to see what that's like. You know, like I I've just seen other brands you know come and go. I've I've been heavy into sneaker culture, mm-hmm. heavy into hype beast. You know, heavy into car culture. It's just been, you know, I I watch what people you know gravitate towards, you know, and, and trends, and so. You know, like just just watching the the rise of Supreme, or watching you know, like the death. It's it's having a renaissance right now, but of the hundreds or Huff, you know, they they just took a brand and they took a idea and they just blew it up. Mm-hmm. And that was just something you know I was interested in, you know, trying to either replicate or you know follow along with with what they're what they got going on. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to bring those visuals. You know, I, I went to um, Miami on a trip and I saw this building that was stripes and it was black wait, and white. Wait, hold the on, hold on. Building. Stop, stop right there. When Jake was in Miami, he was rolling a Lambo. All right, continue. Hey, I was trying. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> They need you to have like a half a million dollar or million dollar insurance policy, so I didn't get the land. <laughs> we just walked. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think Uber was around back then. All right. So, um, we went to Linwood Walls in 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 Miami, and it's like a big art uh, yeah. And so they have all out there and I saw this one building stripes black and white stripes black and white and the whole building was striped like that mm-hmm. and I was like this this is the vision I want for you know my business at that time I was it was prior to national proper for mm-hmm. sure but I was like this needs to be like where I want to gravitate towards so I took pictures of the building I you know I, I made like ideas up of, of what it could look like. And I, I started applying that when we started talking to National Proper. Like, okay, this this is the foundation for mm-hmm. how it's going to look. Um, we have that that same pattern is known as uh, dazzle camo, mm-hmm. and it was popular for um, battleships in World War II. Mm-hmm. And so it was so that you know you couldn't see a boat on the horizon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this needs our our food trucks are our battleships, you know, mm-hmm. let's and apply it to our food trucks. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's kind of where that, that idea came from. Yeah. Um, and then a little long winded there, but you know, I just started, I always had a, a passion for photography and, you know, wanted to, you know, bring that with the food, with the side of food and, and, bring it all for national proper. So Mm -hmm. I started taking tight pictures, you know, look up and see, see, you know, what, what's trending, how to make, you know, your food, you know, look like you need, you need it, you know? And that was, you know, something that in the early days I was was super heavy on, on, you know, doing that. Um, As far as, you know, where the future of, of social media is going. is that TikTok generation right now. And, 
you know, it's something that I need to work on myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not a young kid anymore. You know, I'll go on TikTok and, and watch videos for sure. It's a good way to spend, you know, an evening. Or something. <laughs> but like, it's a good way to spend the evening. <laughs> I feel like an old man when I'm going on. I was like, man, I'm not. I'm not tuned into these kids, you know. And I'll be, I'll be honest with them, you know. Like, I, I ain't got it, but you know, it's something that that I want to learn. But I tried to make some videos, and they're like, eh. Then one of them didn't hit at all. Everybody was like complaining, saying that our food looked terrible, and I was just like, nah, like. Let's scratch that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a different, different algorithm out there completely. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have no idea. Um, yeah. Caden, he used to have one, but uh, his dad told him he can't have it no more. So I, I have no idea what TikTok does, but we're going to figure it out, Jake. Um, we're going <laughs> to figure it out. We need some youngsters on board. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Hey, um, so we're going to hop into, um, the, the next section of coming in hot. Um, you ready to play some games? All right. All right. Let's go. All right. We got two top fives for you. All right. So okay. first top five is Jake Bombard's top five restaurants. Dead or alive, Jakers. Let's see. In no no order. Let's, I'm not putting it in any order here. Uh-oh. Let's go. Okay. Viha. Viha. All right. Um, Viha, Stockton Boulevard, or Foreign Road and Stockton Boulevard. Fire, um, rice plates are fire. Okay. Um, let's go. Uh, the burger at Casbah with the harissa oil. Oh, the harissa aioli. Fire. Okay. Um, let's go. Uh, Luigi's Pizza. All right. Um, Stockton. Boulevard. We, we staying in Stockton uh, Boulevard. All right. I just found this place. I've lived here my whole life practically, and this place has been around forever, but I'm, I'm new to it, and I'm excited about it. Um, let's see. Popeyes, Popeyes, it's a good meal. I ain't mad at it. The red beans and rice, always, always a treat. It's it's the best. (laughs) You tried them apple pies yet? You tried them apple pies yet? I had apple pie. Yeah, them apple pies are fire. And then let's go journey to the dumpling because right. it's always a solid meal out there. You know, I'll go in there and drop like twenty bucks. Like, like that's a lot of food for, for <laughs> <laughs> it was like the plate. The tables aren't big enough for all of my platters that I order. <laughs> yeah, no, I, you know the the only time I've ever seen journey to the dumpling is when we were looking at that. Um, what was it? Baja Fresher, whatever it was net right next door. Yeah. And I've been mm-hmm. thinking about, um, you know, I've always been thinking I got to go there one day, but so far, but I know they just, um, signed a lease to somewhere, uh, else. So hopefully it's a little closer I, to me. 
Midtown, I believe. Downtown. Is it mid- okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's a good meal. Everything they do is just top notch. All their salt and pepper stuff. Right. Oh, you know, I love my salt and pepper shit. <laughs> Everything salt and pepper. All right. This, oh, this one, <laughs> this one might get you in a little bit of trouble. It's another top five. And I know you got a lot of connections out there, but this uh, is coming in hot. So we controversial. I need <laughs> I need you to give me your top five Sacramento influencers. Influencers. Oh, you're gonna give me a trouble over here. Hold on, influencers. <laughs> <laughs> We have more than five. Let's see. We got more than five. We got a lot. Everybody calls. They got five hundred followers. Remember, an influencer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude, try and get some money out of us. Let's see. (laughs) Um, You know, you gotta go with the OGs, the ones that always supported us from Mm -hmm. the get go. You know, like. The, the people that, you know, have always been there. So, yeah, I go Eats with Mandy for sure. Who's she that? Always, always comes through. Always eats with Mandy. Oh, Eats with Mandy. Shout out, eats Mandy. Mandy. Yep. Uh, let's see. You know Zane? Zane always shows us love. All right. Um, let's go. You know the boys at Yellow Brick Group? Yeah, shout out um, Yellow Sean. Brick Group out there. Still killing the game. Uh, oh, you two must go. Um, uh, guys on the grid? Oh, all right, he yeah. He always comes through. Yeah, shout out. Love, yeah. yep. Sack Food and Booze. Can't forget about that. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah, that was a nice little list there. We we could go on and on and on, people, but, you know, it's top five. You know, that's Jake's top five. Don't add him. Don't add him. (laughs) All right, Jake. I need your thinking cap on because this is the time. This is the time of the show. Where we come in hot. Hey. I know you got some brewing. Jake Bombard. The floor is yours. Come in hot. We don't. Chick-fil-A is trash. That's it. Discussion. Thank you. There's a line. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Every day that line goes out of the street and who are these people? Who are they? Jerry Seinfeld right now. <laughs> Who is eating Chick-fil-A? Chat. Chat. Hey, I, I, I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, when Chick-fil-A and Popeyes were going head-to-head with the chicken battle or whatever, we made a lot of money, people. When that, when that chicken paddle was coming, we had so many people trying to, they were going, eating five chicken sandwiches from five different places a day. And we were always on the list, but Chick-fil-A 
I don't know what you guys are really looking for is a fried piece of chicken, a cheap ass bun, and that's it. A couple pickles. All right. If if you're looking for a cheap meal, you know maybe, but uh, I I I don't know what the I don't know how they're, they're so popular. I'll take a McChicken over a Chick Fil A uh, any day of the week. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, there's Chick Fil A. There's nothing wrong with the chicken. Uh, uh, big chicken. The big chicken is fire. It's fire. Hey, I'm I'm with you on that oh, one. Hey, <laughs> um, go ahead and 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 plug our socials. Uh, plug your social. Um, any anything else you need to add? Go right ahead. The floor is yours. Um, yeah, Chick-fil-A's garbage. But, yeah, plug plug everything we need to plug, Jake. <laughs> you know, follow us on all socials. It's uh, at National Bird. You already know what it is. Yep. Um, let's see. My personal, if you have any questions, is at Bruce. The Broskies. Um, on Instagram, on Facebook, Jake Bombard. Um, no, nothing else. That's about it. Buy Bitcoin. <laughs> I, I put some money down on it. We'll see if anything happens. I've been just hey. right there. I'm not going to mess with it. You told me not to mess with it, so it's in there. I bought it. It's uh, the second time that I got crypto. Um, I got out a little too early last time, but... I still made some money and yeah, Bitcoin. We'll try. Um, all right. <laughs> change, change the world over there. All right. Thank you, Jake Bombard, co owner of Nash and Proper. This is our first Meet the Crew podcast. Um, like I said, I'm going to do it every month and a half to two months. Um, who, who should I have? Who should, who, who should be the next crew member? We'll go there. Who should be the next crew member? I mean, go Matt, because you know, I would say Matt, Matt Roach. Roach. Yeah. I'll get him on here. Calling out Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Them blue eyes and those shy ass motherfucker. He's going to get on here. All right. For coming in hot, I am <laughs> Chef Cease. Again, follow us at Nash and Proper for that most delicious, mouth-watering, hot chicken sandwich. Remember, we're the OGs of Sacramento. At coming in hot, at Chef Cease on all social media handles. Thank you. We love you. See you next week. Peace.